It's the Cash All Podcast, breaking down trends in design, web, social media, brands, tech, and more. I'm your host, Brandon Peterson. What was that? A new song? A new intro? That can only mean one thing. A new season of the Cash All Podcast. That is right, everybody. This is season three of the Cash All Podcast. Appreciate you, those of you who have been along for the entire journey. I appreciate those of you who are tuning in for the very first time and everyone everywhere in between. Hope you enjoy these episodes as much as I love creating this content. Today, we're sneaking into the deceiving world of anti-branding. This is where brands step off their polished pedestals and embrace a more down-to-earth identity. You see, a brand isn't just a logo. It's the heartbeat of a product, service, or identity influencing how it's perceived. How important is a brand? Well, it's everything. Companies are dedicating as much as 13% of their annual revenue on marketing, an investment that shapes and promotes their brand. From consistency to recognition, from a tailored voice to a distinct tone, it all comes into play here. These days, modern consumers and online communities don't just judge companies on the goods they offer and the quality of the product, but more so rather on the values a brand upholds And it becomes the foundation of purchasing decisions. So wherever you are on the political landscape, from one extreme to the other or wherever in between, it's like if somebody sees a product they want to purchase, they're going to purchase it. But then they might find out that that business promotes something that goes against their personal beliefs. So then they're going to cancel it and find another business. There's nothing totally wrong with that. That's just the way of the world nowadays. In addition to that, people nowadays, just people in general, uh, starting to dislike corporate culture more and more as well. And so this kind of gives rise to a preference for smaller, genuine brands. Oftentimes it might be a small business or, you know, a freelance worker or anything like that where you know, maybe they don't have as much to invest into the brand, so it might be a little less polished. And they seem to have a better handle of appealing to common people. Well, because industries are in constant flux, there's always evolution going on in the business world. Uh, With branding, there's no exception to this. So corporate Goliaths are starting to embrace the anti-branding ethos of some of the smaller Davids. This means that they're consciously presenting themselves as less than picture perfect, shedding some of the carefully crafted consistency, and sometimes even letting their voice evolve across platforms to connect on a more human level. We see this especially be true on social media platforms. So here's some examples. Here's how I think this looks that we've seen in our our world and in the news. Imagine a world where Starbucks transformed itself into Stealth Bucks. These incognito coffee shops masqueraded as local coffee shops, local spots, blending in with the neighborhood vibe, while intended for marketing insights and research purposes, is what what Starbucks said. Consumers saw it as Starbucks moonlighting as undercover coffee shops, that were kind of being more deceiving, trying to trick people into buying their stuff uh, by selling them Starbucks without them knowing it was Starbucks, for example. 
Another example of companies using anti-branding tactics is laughing at themselves, seeing where their faults are or hearing the negative things about their product and not running away from it, but just embellishing it on it. So a more playful disruption example with this would be Lego. You know the classic pain of stepping on a Lego brick without a shoe on? It could take down a, like a grizzly bear. Well, Lego decided to cushion that experience, quite literally, with some padded Lego branded slippers. It's like they're trying to say, you know what? We know there's a flaw with our product. We've been there. We've had one of those hidden in the carpet, stepped on it, screamed in agony, and no more of that. We're, gonna, we're not only going to let you know we're aware of it, we're going to sell you some super soft slippers with our logo on it that could be worn especially at Christmas time. And it's a humorous way to kind of acknowledge something negative about their brand, but to find some kind of way to market it and to make some additional sales with it. Lego wasn't the first company to point the thumb at themselves and be able to take a joke at their own expense. Way back in the day was an early form of anti-branding from Volkswagen. This auto giant dared to admit that people thought it was a less than ideal car. It was made overseas, so it wasn't quality. And in 1959, they had an ad campaign that was in a newspaper or magazine, and it boldly displayed a picture of their car, and right underneath it, it just had the word lemon a sour strategy that undoubtedly turned some heads back in 1959. Instead of poking fun at themselves, Wendy's goes on the offensive. Who does social media banter better than Wendy's? Very few that I can think of off the top of my head. With a penchant for poking rivals without leaving a bruise, Wendy's engages in playful online sparring. Now, my professors that I had online talked about when dealing with social media as a brand or using social media for a brand. It's important when you're sparring with other brands that to keep in mind, it's okay to punch up and it's okay to punch even, but never punch down. So like in other words, the art full of playful punches is about choosing your targets wisely. Wendy's takes pride in punching up and even, and this is why you always see them taking aim at, at companies like McDonald's or Burger King, people that directly compete with them. But you're never going to see Wendy's, you know, take shots at your local burger place in your small town. That'd be a little low class for that. So while they're busy flipping burgers, they're also flipping the script on traditional fast food branding. And that's it. That's a taste of anti-branding. It's clear that conventional branding rules are in flux. There's always going to be trends. There's always going to be ideas that are evolving. Brands are always redefining engagement, connecting with an audience on a more human level. And anti-branding isn't just a marketing stunt. It's about resonating with values in a world where authenticity speaks louder than a glossy image. So now it's your turn. Do these unconventional strategies resonate with you? Or do you find more comfort in the polished brand? 
I'd love it if you'd share your thoughts with me anywhere on social media at Code Peterson. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you like what you heard. And I'm always looking to connect on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and YouTube at Code Peterson. You can also check out my webpage, CodePeterson.com.